Welcome to Shenanigans at Shady Pines, a show where two 90s babies, who are a little too obsessed with the Golden Girls, sit down, episode by episode, to dissect the show. We'll answer the question, why is this show still a hit 40 years later? Hi, I'm Jenna. And I'm Caroline. And this is Shenanigans at Shady Pines. In this episode, we'll be discussing Season 2, Episode 1, End of the Curse. Ooh. Now I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna lie. I don't love this episode. Oh you don't? Mm-mm. I actually enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Good. I get bored in this one. You do? I do. I I, I do understand that. The the side plot isn't it's the craziest thing, but it's not that um it doesn't take up a lot of the plot. I think it's kinda shallow. Not the epi- not Blanche's part, but I don't know. It's not I, deep. I know what you mean. It's not as deep as I feel like it could be. Really? I mean, I guess it is. Okay. I don't know. Let's get into it. Okay, yeah, let's just start. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, let's do some adult education, though, before we talk about it, though. Um, the description of this episode is, Blanche believes she is pregnant. When she turns out not to be pregnant, but going through menopause, she believes her life <laughs> is over. She really does think it's over. <laughs> I know. How many times? I should have kept a tally. How many times does she say? And I'm not I'm not um, taking anything away from her feelings. Negating How many times feelings, does she yeah. say, my life is over? Quite a few times. Yeah. Many, Quite many times. a few. Yeah. So the guest stars in this episode were Philip Sterling as Dr. Berensfeld. Vince uh-huh. Cannon as Dr. Parks. And George J. Yeah. Woods as the man i already forgotten who the man is. i know who is the man the man is i just watched oh the man oh he's probably the man in the office what office the the psychologist's office or psychiatrist sure oh he was like yeah 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 (laughs) the man i guess i mean i guess what else would you call him um this episode aired we're back in september new season um september 27th 1986 all right take us back jenna i will take you back um the color of money was the number one movie at the time never seen it never heard of it sorry about it um wow (laughs) <laughs> stuck with you by huey lewis was a song of the times and both you and i just listened to it and did not ring a bell um nope sorry it was a good bop though oh um, yes very exciting yes um and then lionel richie dancing on the ceiling and again i of course i know lionel richie but um never heard of the that song um did you nope sorry yeah no Um, i feel bad i I know i feel like the 80s i just don't know i know like the popular songs i don't really i don't go back to 80s music we know the long lasting hits of the 80s exactly that's really it but i know the radio station that i know you and i grew up listening to they go from 80s to today um, light 98. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't mm-hmm. really, I feel like they don't, and maybe it's because it's 40 years ago, they don't really play much of the 80s anymore. They, you know, I feel like a few years ago they rebranded yeah. and they do more like contemporary hits, adult contemporary. Yeah. And I feel like it's because you're, you and my age is listening to it more. 
But anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, on Life Magazine, Caroline Kennedy gets married. <gasps> no way. Yeah. Sweet so she- Caroline. I hate that song. Just kidding. You hate that song? No. no. I was like, you. No, you don't. I don't hate that song. Um, oh, my gosh. But, yeah, so she's on the cover of that magazine, and it's kind of adorable. Um, And then, number one book of the time was Stephen King, It. (gasps) No way! Yeah, and it's kind of funny. My My kids are, like, always obsessed with It because of the movie. Um, So are my kids. Yeah. Great, great movie for middle schoolers and elementary school kids to be obsessed with. Oh, my gosh, I know. It's kind of crazy. Like, some literal kindergartners will be like pennywise and i'll be like no no you're not supposed to know that what no i don't even know it i've never read it or seen it no Mm -mm. i remember the first time i was exposed to it was we did like a um a white elephant gift exchange at um, when i was on the dance team in high school Mm -hmm. and someone put in the dvd for the movie it oh no yeah it was messed up (laughs) i'm assuming but that's when i first I did not. I don't even remember what I got. I think I got a good gift. That's nice. <laughs> That's crazy, though, that it came out then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've, I do want to read the book in some way. It's a long... It's like the book is about a thousand pages. Oh, wow. I just got a Stephen... I've never read Stephen King. Or is the bird... The bird's one. No, I've read more Edgar Allan Poe than Stephen King. And... um. I did get a Stephen King book for Halloween this year. We had a, um, our school did, you know, when you used to boo people, leave something like on their door. So we did Uh that at school and somebody booed me and put a Stephen King book in it. It was like about animals or something. I can't, I couldn't tell you what it's. Cool. You'll have to tell me later and we'll, I'll figure it out. That sounds so fun. Okay, cool. Lovey. Tell me some fun facts. (laughs) Okay, so, actually, I like a couple of these. So, um, I also started not just doing the fun facts. I also started doing the oops, like the um, <sighs> continuity errors, which love I love. Um, okay, so, none of the actresses were thrilled with this script, as mm-hmm. it involved the girls raising minks for profit. Mm. However, they did the show anyway. All the actresses in real life were animal activists, I was which gonna, we knew. I've always said that. Like, why would Betty White ever, like, do this? I know. I know all of them were. Um, it's pretty crazy. This the the side plot was so weird. Yeah. Okay. Um, Philip Sterling plays a different character as a counselor slash therapist to the ladies in season three, episode eleven, called Three on a Couch. So when oh, they go back to therapy, it's the same guy. They, yeah, I I guess so. I yeah. love that. Yeah, I I know, right? That's so funny. Um, okay. And um, Philip Sterling, who played the psychiatrist, and, oh, this is not a fun fact, and Vince Cannon, who played the veterinarian, um, they both die within four months of each other in oh, 1998. Wow. Interesting. Um, Sterling died from a bone marrow disease and Cannon mm-hmm. from lung cancer. Oh, that's no. pretty crazy. They died, like, so close together. Yeah, that's weird. Okay. Um, in this episode, Blanche states that she's fifty-five, but Rue was only fifty-two when this episode aired. But question: mm-hmm. Does she ever really like? We never know her age. Really, she says she's fifty-five. Oh, she literally states it. I think she does really quickly. Oh, I don't remember that. 
Yeah. I mean, it's not memorable. But um, I honestly never, I, I realized that when I read this fact, or when I got it the first time, I was like, I've never actually wondered, like, how old Rue McClanahan is. Really? Like, it's vague. Yeah, it's vague how old she is in the show. Like, mm-hmm. I guess she says it here, but I don't remember it. I think she does say it, though. Um, but she was, like, I I didn't, I never thought about Rue McClanahan. Like, why not just think about how old she is and that's how old <laughs> we can assume Blanche is? Like, True. I never thought about it. I guess I never did either. Okay. In this episode, Dorothy says Stan never bought her a mink. However, in the episode break-in, the break-in, um, Dorothy said a mink, which Stan had given her, had right. been stolen. Right. I remember Ooh. that. Mm-hmm. And final fun fact. This is a fun veterinary fun fact. Um, Dr. Parks, the vet, referred to the minks as rodents. <laughs> minks are not rodents. They are a member of the family that includes weasels, otters, and ferrets. But, see, I, I would, yeah, okay. I just don't, <laughs> I feel like they're rodents. Like, ferrets and minks, I feel like are rodents. But, like, I, I understand, but... I don't this agree. is not about your feelings, Jenna. I know. <laughs> also, I think I'm saying mink. It must be mink, not minks, plural. Yeah, minks like, is mink plural. Like mink might be the plural. No idea. I had no idea. <laughs> okay. Are you ready to get into On Golden Girls? Let's do it. All right, all right, all right. See, I love i think there's a bunch of moments in this episode that are super memorable and iconic absolutely like when okay the episode starts out and like dorothy and rose are you know cleaning out the mink cages (laughs) that are in their garage and they're talking about how the everglades are drying up and being built on like oh no like it's so terrible and they're like it's a shame and rose says you know it's a shame when you sit down and your thighs squish out to twice their size that's a shame that is a great great part it is i vividly remember relating to this line when i was a kid i remember thinking yeah like i looked down at my thighs when i it is a shame. Why do they do that? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, I don't know. But they they talk about how they're, like, raising minks. Mm-hmm. Like, they're literally breeding minks in their garage to sell to make coats out of. I'm sorry, but what a weird, random, you know, like, side hustle. <laughs> I I know. And also, what a weird, random side plot of a show. Like, who, like, I want to know who came up with that side plot. Like, for I guess real. my question is, like, what was the, what was the purpose of this being the side plot? Like, why? Yeah. Why? It, I mean, I'm assuming the part at the end where they talk about how they're too old. Oh, yeah, maybe. Like, having to do with Blanche. But don't you think they could have, like, I, done like, anything else? <laughs> Like, couldn't they have, like, had two dogs to breed? Like, almost like a mini puppy mill? <laughs> yeah. Or, like, couldn't... I mean, I don't... I agree with you. Like, literally anything else. Literally anything else. They they could have done this with plants. I don't know. I don't know. But, <laughs> anywho. It's so bizarre. It's so bizarre. But Rose kind of goes on this tangent about, you know, like, she grew up on a farm. She, like can appreciate how um, animals serve mankind and mankind can serve animals, you know. Do we have and to then kill how animals... them? 
I like how she th- she talks about animals going to heaven, too. Oh, yes. Animals go to heaven, of course. They better. They better. <laughs> Have you seen so, that TikTok of, um, it says, what I imagine heaven looks like with your dog, like, greeting you? Yes. Yeah, that's a tearjerker. I know. I'm like, I started sobbing when I saw it, just I thinking about, like, all the animals that are probably just waiting for you. Oh, you're guinea pigs. <laughs> I oh my gosh, all the guinea pigs. Like <laughs> so many guinea pigs. They probably are not waiting for me. Yes, they are. Elizabeth is for sure. Elizabeth is waiting for me. <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth was cool. Oh my gosh. She liked me. <laughs> so um they mentioned that blanche has been in her room for a while mm-hmm. but she must be a super drama queen because they're not like worried about it at all yeah i mean yeah i think and she like a couple times in the last season she would just sit in there when she was depressed or you know having her moment and i feel yeah. like they kind of knew that she needs to have this moment of mourning or whatever yeah yeah i think that's just how she reacts to things how she processes news yeah Yeah. well she comes into the garage and pretty much immediately is just like oh and leaves they they ask you know what's she's so upset and they follow her out into the living room and she reveals to them the big news about why she's been in her room i'm pregnant i (laughs) Like, almost actually remember seeing this episode for the first time. Like, <gasps> I don't, do. like, remember the moment. Like, I remember the moment of that yes. part. Being like, oh my gosh, this old woman is pregnant? <laughs> what is she gonna do? Like, I didn't even think, like, who's the father? I just thought, how are these old right. women gonna raise this child? The whole series right. is ruined. Like, I, I literally believed it, and then she was going to have a baby. Like, I really oh, yeah. thought it was going to happen. Oh, I could see it totally. Yeah. It's, I mean, out of everybody, Blanche would be the one to have a baby. Oh, yeah. For sure. And, I I mean, I, it could have happened, I guess. But it's, it's wild. Rose faints. Yeah. Sophia goes, holy cow. I mean, they're all shocked. <laughs> And I mean, for sure. Yeah, (laughs) they should. It is very shocking news. You're watching the Golden Girls, a show about getting older. And all these women are grandmothers. Yeah. And you find out one of them's pregnant. Yeah. Everyone goes, oh, wow. Welcome to season two. Okay. Yeah. And then Dorothy's like, well, who's the father? And she goes and gets her book and looks at her calendar. And first of all, she doesn't even keep track of like how long ago her period was. Mm-mm. And then, then she like, oh well, it was this time, and then she goes back to it, and I just love how she goes. Oh, it was. What did she say? It was just a. She act said of- it was more of a ten day, two week span. Yes, yes. And then Dorothy's like, it's a lifetime span. Rose and- goes, not even. Yeah, exactly. I love that part. That just shows who the women are, and I love that. I I know, but I also love that because they're not very shamey of her. No, no. I mean, I think Dorothy like, is a little bit. She is, but she isn't. She, yeah, like it could be a lot worse. They don't dwell on it. Yeah, they don't dwell on it. I think that's a good point. They don't dwell on it. Yeah, for sure. Um, 
But before we move on, I do want to talk about like right when um Ro- Blanche shows them the home pregnancy test. Oh yeah. I think my favorite moment of this episode is the pregnancy test because she and Rose go on that tangent about the color and they're Rose really is, involved just... with figuring out what color that is and I love I it. I know she says I she I don't even remember how it goes but I, I have drinks oh, this in moment that color. always sticks out to me. Is that what puce is? I have always wondered. Oh, I had drapes that color. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, the other decorator told me. And then <laughs> the part where Blanche says, oh, lavender brings out my eyes. And Rose goes, your eyes aren't lavender. And they just go on and on. And, and Dorothy's like, girls. <laughs> She's like, what? How are you? Can, how can you even be talking about that right now? Like, this is not the time for that. I know. I honestly think that's one of my favorite Blanche Rose chemistry moments. Yes. And for those listening, and for those of you that were, you know, trying to conceive or whatever at that time, I want to know what the pregnancy tests were. Because now you just pee on a stick and, you know, you look for the two lines. But I don't really understand what they were. Like, you peed or whatever. And then it seems Mm -hmm. like, remember those... um, pH test that you did in like high school. Yeah. That's what it reminds me of. So if we need to look that up or if somebody listening could let us know like what the pregnancy tests were, I would really really like to go. Yeah, I think you do pee on it, but she had like a little vial. It wasn't a stick. It was like a little vial of... Maybe it's like a little tab and you put it in the vial. That's what it seemed like. So either... I wonder... We should ask our mom like what what her pregnancy test was. And if anybody wants to share what they know about pregnancy tests in the 80s, that would be really interesting. So the episode keeps going. And Dorothy's just like... Well, earlier Dorothy tells Blanche to go to the doctor and she does. And while she's gone, Rose and Dorothy are watching the Minx again. And I love this exchange, yes. too. They talk about aphrodisiacs, how the Minx, like, aren't mating. And, and Dorothy's like, well, they need an aphrodisiac. And she's <laughs> explaining to Rose what one is. And then they, she says, yeah, like, Spanish fly. And Rose does not get what's, I still, I mean, what Spanish fly is. And, I mean, Spanish flies fly, Rose, one fly. Oh, my gosh. I know. That whole exchange is just. So funny, and mm-hmm. um, it it's um it almost get. I like it, but I get irritated with Rose, and I hate that I do. But I oh, do, really? yeah. I think it's funny. I, it I is, think this Rose part is funny, and you know maybe it's because I've seen that. I feel like I've seen this particular episode so many times mm-hmm. because I feel like in college, um, my junior year, like I had really bad anxiety, so I it the show was like a big comfort for me. Um, you know, at night I would put it on and it, I didn't have like cable or anything. I just had the DVDs and I had season two DVDs. Aww. So I feel like I've seen this episode so many times because yeah. of that. And I think that's why I get annoyed with it. Yeah. I checked this one out from the library a lot. The mm-hmm. library really only had season one and two a lot, okay. but I mostly checked out season two. So season two is also one that I feel like I've seen a lot. Yeah. So I just Googled like, Spanish fly and it looks like mm-hmm. it's um 
like you mash it up and you like use the oils Ew. from the beetle. Oh, it actually is a beetle. Okay, it is a beetle. I thought. Yeah. Bl- and- oh no! I thought Dorothy always made up the fact that it was a beetle. L O L. Well, they can't talk about it for long though because Blanche comes home and is very upset. But and I also her- love this moment because, like, yes, yeah, she's upset and like she's is the, she goes into her room right and slams the door. Oh my gosh, yes. But I love how supportive Dorothy and Rose are and saying too. how we're gonna help raise the baby. And I love the part where they're like, We can help him with his homework. I can help him with his homework because I'm a teacher. And yeah, I just I can do the carpools. Uh, I just love that. I feel like it's so supportive. I do too. She's not gonna be alone. They're there for her. Like mistakes happen I know. and you're not gonna it be alone. Almost- it almost makes you want. It makes you want them to have yeah. the kids. Yes, exactly. So you can see the show. Exactly. But at this point, we've established what the show is. There's no way. Yeah. And then we can send him to the University of Minnesota. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that kid's going to Harvard. <laughs> oh. Also, before this even happens, I love when they're running to the door, and Blanche slams the door behind her, and Dorothy and Rose run up to the door. And Rose goes, she's in there. She's in there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> for me, Rose, I mean, this is a good episode for Rose. It's, de- it's definitely, she is, like, I feel like we've established who Rose is by season oh, yeah. two. We know exactly what we're getting. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Blanche comes out and says, she's not pregnant, though. Her mm-hmm. life is over. And Rose is like, oh, Blanche, I'm sorry for... And then this is where I was kind of like, oh, maybe they are kind of shaming to to Blanche because Rose comes out and says, I'm sorry for all the mean thoughts I had. Like, what a slut you were. (laughs) But I don't know. Um, Blanche, you know, says that she's... Does she say at this point she's going through menopause? I don't... I don't know. I don't... I think she, I think she does. I never I realized I never wrote down when she actually says she has she's going through menopause. Does she ever even say menopause? I think so. Okay. I think so cuz it's I mean we figure it out at least. Yeah. But is it just yeah. implied though? I don't know. I just Man, watched We this. should have done our homework. I just watched it too. I don't remember. Oh, gosh. Well, it is either said or implied that she's going through menopause. <laughs> Was this your first time learning about menopause? Um, probably. For me, it was either this or Father of the Bride Part 2. Oh, accurate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it's opposite and she thinks she's going through menopause, but really she is pregnant. I think, I, I agree with you. I do think it was Father of the Bride Part 2. Yeah. Yeah, well, it definitely was. Um, yeah, so Blanche ends up being taken by the girls to a psychiatrist. And because you know she what? Has a- I love that. I do too! I love that they're there for her. They are worried about her mental health. They're like, you know yeah. what? No, like, this is not okay. You're not okay. And it's mm-hmm. okay to not be okay. Yes, 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 yes. You but- just have to talk about it, see some professional. Yeah, it's like... I love that they recognize that they are out of their league. This this is nothing yeah. that they can help with. 
but they want mm-hmm. to be there for her, and they are there for her. And I know. They even go with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They uh, and then Sophia says, "I'm here for the lunch at Wolfie's after." <sighs> I mean, and that's honestly, so me, <laughs> me too. Yeah, I was like, honestly, "That's totally you know, us." I feel like we've definitely put ourselves through some stuff just to get the food after. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We've gone to some some random events just so we can eat out. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I like how Dorothy specifies, too, though, um, that normal people see psychiatrists. Right. But I hate what Rose says. And I know it was just for laughs, probably. But I hate when she says that psychiatrists starts with psych. psycho psycho. i know i hate that but i love all the other parts of advocating for mental health yeah um absolutely and blanche starts panicking like and i think rue mcclanahan does a great job she Um, does she has that like frantic element in her voice Mm -hmm. where like you can just feel how panicked she is yeah i love it I mean, I hate that she's going through it, but I think Rue McClanahan does a great job of it. Um, and Dorothy's just like, pull yourself together. You're in a psychologist. You're in a psychiatrist's office. Yeah. And, yeah. And, um, yeah, she goes in there. Um, and basically there's a whole scene where she's in the psychiatrist's office. Uh-huh. Um, what'd you think of this scene? Um, it was Okay. I mm-hmm. I almost wish it was a woman psychiatrist. Yes, mm-hmm. you know? I did feel a little a little mansplainy. Exactly, exactly. Like, and I for the time, I think it was pretty. Um, what's the word? Um, progressive, like what he's saying. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just I don't hate anything he says. Right, and I just wish it came from a woman. Yes, yeah. But I also like though that Blanche does say, "Well, you don't understand. You're not you're not a woman like it's different for men and women to grow right. old." Right. Which and is... maybe they made it a man so that she could say that. Maybe so. Yeah, maybe. So if a man who was watching this wasn't like, "Man, like it's no big deal." Like she can say it's different. Right. That's true. Maybe. I hadn't thought about it. Yeah. Um I just like how he emphasizes, like, it's a biological process. It just means you can't have children. Uh-huh. Like, it's a very logical way of thinking. Right. But. I wish maybe he went like... into more of the mental health aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And I guess he kind of did. Um, but. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he kind of gets to the bottom of it, though, and he pretty much says, like, she equates getting older with being unattractive. Right. And she needs to, like, find something else good about herself. Right. And right. It's, it's interesting. It is. But it is. One thing that I thought was kind of weird about this scene, it wasn't all weird, but there was a lot of walking around. She was all yeah. over the office. Yeah. I didn't mind her as much. It was just so much, like, back and forth and up and down. A lot of movement. And I get, yeah. I get you do need movement in a scene like that, but it was like, like, if you were at a psychiatrist's office and they asked you a question, would you, like, stand up, walk right. around, touch their things, like, multiple times? I get, like, at a really dramatic part of it. Yeah. But it happened a couple times, I think. Yeah. Yeah. 
it was a little too much for uh, old Caroline here. <laughs> yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, but they go back to the house, and Blanche is just poor Blanche. She's convinced that she'll never sleep with a man again, and she'll just hang out with women for the rest of her life. Right. I personally don't equate my femininity with my menstrual cycle. Um, You're right. Me either. And I wonder if that's a generational thing. Maybe it's a thing where until you don't have it anymore. Maybe. You notice it. Yeah. I don't know. I just... I don't equate my femininity with that. And but I I mean I see why she is. Mhm. Um mm-hmm. And I mean I've never gone through menopause so I don't know. <laughs> but it I know, is like I guess... closing a chapter of, you know, having kids and being able to do that. And I guess that would be sad because yeah. Babies are the best. I think Blanche is more thinking like oh, no, this is my body telling me that I'm getting older. Yeah. This is a new phase of life that I cannot avoid. Yeah. I can't put it off by wearing more makeup. I right. can't put it off by behaving a certain way. Like, it's unavoidable. Yeah. Ugh. And also, she's thinking of her aunt, like she talks about in the psychiatrist's office. Mm-hmm. She's thinking of her aunt who went through the change. Right. And she said, well, now I'm Aunt Lynette. Yeah. And I think she thinks that she never wanted to be an older lady, and right. now she's going through exactly what older ladies went through, and that's freaking her out. Right. Right. Like, she's realizing that she's not young and invincible anymore. Yeah. And that's hard. I mean, that is Blanche. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, But the girls are sweet. They kind of relate to her. They talk about, like, their own stories. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Sophia's. Um, when talking about her period, she goes, I got it. Nobody told me. I stopped getting it. Nobody told me. Yeah. I love, that's just Sophia, though. That's such the, you know, Italian, Sicilian, New York, like, you just give what life deals you, you know. Yeah. I feel like our generation is so different from that now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we all talk about everything in such great detail right so much talking yeah which is fine That's yeah fine with me i'd rather i don't, I don't know <laughs> um and i like how um uh bu- 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 blanche tells the story about her getting the curse <laughs> i just i like that story the way she tells it i do too um it just, it just kind of, we learn a little bit more about Blanche. <laughs> and it's funny, but it still relates to what they're talking about. Um, so, he comes in, the vet. <sighs> the, the girls, the girls have been, I mean, they haven't really talked about it, but they are breeding minks, you know. Oh, or a yes. mink, You know, and, uh, they're, they're not, uh, they're not, um... Having babies. No, there's something wrong with them. I know, they're upset. So it's really honestly not that clear. But I don't know. They have a vet come in and he pretty much tells them that the minks are too old to breed. Who? And (laughs) yeah, it's like, oh, okay, cool. Good to know. But I love how Blanche doesn't even pause. Mm -mm. She 
immediately flirts with him. Yeah. Like, it's amazing. It is. It's just like, okay, like, you haven't lost it, girl. You're good. I know. You're right. She has not lost it. She says, is that uh, a theory or from personal experience? (laughs) I love when she gets that sexy voice. Me too. It's so funny. And it's like, oh, I have a lizard on the lanai that's looking a little peckish, you know. I'm a lover of animals, so I've really, (laughs) really been worrying about it. And I just, it's so funny. It's, I just love it. I love it. And later, the girls are like, oh, like, it's so nice that you, like, ran into the vet. Like, he got you out of her slump. And she says, oh, it wasn't him. It was you guys. Right. It was like, you were there for me, you let me wallow, you let me do my thing, but you're always there for me, and I love that. Yes. So, it, like, seems like it was a man who got her out of the slump, but really it was, like, the girls being there for them, and Let, I, yeah, I just Yeah, really just like letting that. her, you know, do her thing, and letting her yeah. wallow in self-pity, and having that moment mm-hmm. of mourning. I mean, she's mourning her, you know, not her youth, but... Her body. Well, what she youth. thinks is her youth. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's legit. I love how the show, even being from the 80s, like it still is so great in that it won't give the credit of a woman overcoming a challenge or a feeling. It won't give the credit of that to a man. Yes. So good. I'm obsessed with that. Me too. <laughs> Ugh. But, uh, you know, there's still a problem that needs to be solved. Always. In the episode, yeah. Um, the girls are in the garage with those minks, and they're just so bummed. They're out a bunch of money, and now they have mink that won't breed. Dang. I know. What a problem to have. <sighs> that problem is sure going to last a long time, and we're definitely going to hear about it again. Oh, my gosh. Uh, um, but Dorothy's like, okay, well, I called to have them get picked up, and Rose does not want them to, and once Blanche realizes the problem is that they're too old and won't breed anymore, uh-huh. she's like, oh, no. Oh, no, they're staying. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's when you realize the only reason that they had this plot was to connect it to Blanche's plot. Yep. I don't... I it's just feel so like that's weird. So, I, like why? Why did I have to connect like this? Like I feel like sometimes the other like other ones don't connect. So why did this one have to connect? I don't know. I, I know it was so specific. Like, hey, let's have these women um come up with a side hustle, and uh, let's just make them. They don't even like talk about them. Oops. They don't even talk about. Them, like, deciding to start the mink. They just, they've, the episode has started and they're, they've got the minks. Right. Mink. Or they, they've decided, they've already decided they have the cages, they're going to get the minks. Right. And it's, it's just wild. I, I do not understand it. But yeah. anyway, um, they leave, the minks are, wait, they're making a stole. They're making Yay. a stole. I, it, it's, uh, I thought that was really creepy, the way she said they were making a stole. Yeah. Like, their baby is just gonna be, like, a... a Dead. Yeah. Like it's <laughs> it's kind of morbid. Kinda sick. Yeah. yeah. I didn't like it. Yeah. I, I really just, didn't I did think not that was... like that side plot. I did not either. 
It was it was rough, man. But thank goodness the episode is over. It is over. Um. So we are starting off the season super strong with um ladies of the evening with our count of ladies of the I'm not ladies of the evening um with stand by your man our Blanche count um she has six men in this episode are you serious well there's Rick Joe Bob Don Dave oh yeah Rick Joe Bob Don Dave and then there's also the vet oh my gosh yes yeah starting off strong go girl. I know, right? I was very pleased to see that we were starting off on that note. Love that. <laughs> mm-hmm, me too. Uh, okay, so this is an odd episode, so I guess it is my turn to share the lady of the evening. So okay. I think I think it's pretty obvious. I feel like you're probably going to want to pick the same person, but I'm first, so I get to pick the person. Um, I'm going to pick Dorothy. <sighs> okay um you know obviously we've been going on about it dorothy was an amazing friend um she really advocated for her friend Mm -hmm. she took her to the psychiatrist's office she let her feel her feelings she was supportive when she thought she was gonna have a baby it was just all around excellence from dorothy so i'm awarding her with my lady of the evening all right all right um yeah i would have picked that but you picked that um but i'll pick um blanche for mine um oh okay yeah like she had she had her moment of self-pity and this and that but i just loved how she bounced back she you know um took the advice of the girls and appreciated it and you know Mm -hmm. got back to her old ways and didn't let um menopause get in her way yeah and this episode is kind of the epitome of you can feel your feelings yeah exactly exactly it's okay to feel your feelings right it's totally fine. I love that. Yeah. All right. Okay. I guess we should rank the episode. Okay. Out of 10. And I thought it was going to be higher going into it, even after watching it. Like, I loved watching it. Mm-hmm. But, like, is it a great episode, though? Right. I'm going to give it... Okay. I think there are so many iconic moments in this episode. Mm-hmm. There's so many, like conversations and exchanges between the girls that are great Mm -hmm. um so like between blanche and rose and between dorothy and rose i agree with that like the like the writing is on point i agree it's just overall when you put it together yeah Mm -hmm. it's just like i do watch this episode very often so i think i'm gonna give it an eight okay i i i really do enjoy watching this episode but the mink side plot, not my thing. Yeah. At all. What about you? Um, I think I'm gonna give it a six. Okay. I just wasn't feeling it. I mean, I love how they were there for each other and it just Rose got annoying to me. Um mm-hmm. but yeah. Six. Yeah, that's fine. It's just not my favorite episode. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. You know what? We're just here to have a good time. <laughs> I'm sorry. I failed you. Just kidding. <laughs> it's okay, Jenna. I was looking at the list of the next few episodes, Ooh. and there's really not a dud in there, so we're we're fine. Good. I'm excited. Um, our, oh, my gosh. Our <laughs> next episode. 
Oh my gosh. Is going to be ladies of the evening. Yes. This is going to be the one where they go to a um, movie premiere with Mr. Burt Reynolds himself. Oh my gosh. I love this. This is an excellent episode. Absolutely. I mean, it better be. I have watched it recently. Not critically. Not while taking notes and stuff. But it is a good episode. It is so good. What are you going to rank it? I think I'm going to pre-rank it a 10. Pre-rank it. Wow. Yeah, I'm feeling confident. I'm going to do a... I'm going to do a 9. Okay. Just because... I don't remember what the side plot is. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know if there is if one. there even really is one. I don't even know if there yeah. is one. I don't think there is, but we'll see. I, I bet it's just Sophia moping around. Uh, that's pretty much Probably, like, her trying to get the tickets. Yeah. Yeah. We'll figure it out. But I'm so excited about this it's, one. Oh, my gosh. The fashion in this episode, too. Oh. I mean, we'll talk about it next week. Oh, but... I the side plot was the termites. Termites! Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. This episode, one of the lines makes me think of your Sam. Oh, I'll leave you with oh, that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I might have to get him to record it. Oh, my gosh. So good. Oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be grand. Yes. It's going to be a grand episode. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Shenanigans at Shady Pines. Be sure to catch our next episode. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any more episodes. Leave a review so more people can find us at Shady Pines. Be sure to check out our Instagram at Shenanigans at Shady Pines. All one word. Until next time. Thank you for being a friend. Okay. All right. I'm recording. I am recording as well. Have you ever seen that um, TikTok where the dad, It's I guess they're Australian, and he like comes into the room quietly. Oh, I love him. Like, <laughs> he like vents about the mom. Yes. Well, not vents. The last one I saw, he was like, she's going to get a convertible. Yes, I saw that one. But she doesn't let us crack the windows when we're yes. in the regular car. Oh my gosh, I saw that one. <laughs> That's a good one. All right. Let's see if we remember how to do this. We did it last week. Yeah, but we did a different format, Shana. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Let's start it. All right. Action. In this episode, (laughs) we'll be recording. (laughs) In this episode, we'll be discussing season two, episode one. End of the curse. I almost said season one. That's because you wrote it in the description, season one, episode 25. You didn't write it right. What the heck? I I didn't. Can I do that again? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I was so thrown off. I know you were. In in this episode, we'll be discussing season one. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. This is going to be hard. Okay. Is that what Puce is? I have always wondered. Oh, Alexa, <laughs> change, change, change your light to Puce. <laughs> Alexa, change master bedroom to Puce. Oh, I hope it does it. I don't know how to set master bedroom to that setting. She don't know. Ugh.
What a shame. I'm going to Google ignorant. what puce is right now. I am also Googling what puce, puce is. How do you spell puce? Oh, it's kind of... There's like a thousand different colors. Oh, okay. Have... okay. I like the Canva puce. Yeah, that's a pretty cool. Then there's like a red puce. That reminds me the um all these colors remind me of blush and bashful from Steel Magnolia. Oh yes. Oh girl, I know that. I just right. watched that this weekend. Oh, so good. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Oh. I don't ear pause, by the way. I am? Yeah, I cannot see you. What about now? I didn't even do anything on my phone. It did blink a little bit ago. Can you see me now? No. Oh, there you are. Weird. Well, until next time. Thank you for being a friend.